Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com, on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. And don't forget, you can always listen to our podcasts at exxonpodcast.com. That's exxonpodcast.com. Com. My guest this hour is Lucia Mann. We're going to be t- asking a question. Is slavery making a comeback in America? Hmm. Just think about that for a second, Dexonation. A woman was recently sentenced to 140 years in prison after using two Nigerian immigrants as personal unpaid services uh, servants in her luxury home in Atlanta, Georgia. A few days later, two Ukrainian brothers were convicted of smuggling desperate villagers into the United States to work long hours cleaning retail stores and office buildings at little or no pay. The prosecuting U.S. attorney in Philadelphia, Daniel Velez, said that this was modern-day slavery. It's hiding in plain sight. However, according to a woman who lived throughout the racial prejudice, segregation, and slavery in post-World War II Europe, the slavery crisis in the modern world is far greater than that. Now, this is a quote. Anyone who thinks slavery died when America abolished it in the 1800s has a shock coming to them, says our guest this hour, Lucia Mann, whose mother was a sex slave and a World War II concentration camp survivor. Uh, Lucia's a former journalist and author of Rented Silence. Her website is www.luciaman.com. That's L-U-C-I-A-M-A-N-N.com. A novel about slavery and racial prejudice based on her life experiences and those of other persecuted souls she witnessed. Uh, says, now according to the United Nations, there are more than listen to this, 27 million slaves, that's 27 million slaves worldwide, which are more than twice the number of those who were enslaved over the 400 years, um, you know, uh, that transatlantic slavery and transatlantic slavers actually trafficked humans to work in the Americas. 
27 million slaves worldwide, ExoNation. Many are focused in, are, are forced into pro, uh, prostitution, while others are used as unpaid laborers, used to manufacture goods. Uh, many of us buy in the U.S., in fact. It's almost impossible to buy clothes or goods anymore without inadvertently supporting slave trade. 27 million slaves, and then it's almost impossible to buy clothes or goods anymore without inadvertently supporting the slave trade. Heavy statements. Joining me now from British Columbia, Canada, is my guest this hour, Lucia Mann. And Lucia, welcome to the Exxon. Thank you very much, Rob. Those are staggering facts. Yes, they are. And isn't it tragic? Um, I am a victim of racial crimes, uh, as I have wrote in my, uh, written in my book, mm-hmm. Rented Silence. And I am so saddened and so angry at the fact that this modern-day slavery exists. And I don't honestly feel that it's going to stop anytime soon unless we establish an awareness of this problem so that people can have a frame of reference for action. And I, I, in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I think we can all make a big difference if we really look at that lettuce or that produce or that garment that we're buying and ask ourselves, does this come from a child in an El Salvadorian sweatshop? Right. So, sorry. No, I, I, I was agreeing with you. And, you know, we've heard uh, so many stories about young girls coming uh, from uh, Asia to Canada and the United States ending up in prostitution. And working in sweat mills, it's, it's, it's horrific. It truly is. And I'm glad that you wrote your book. Maybe, maybe we're finally going to get some action on this. And I know that the law enforcement agencies are working their very best. They're underfunded. They're underfinanced. Yes. And, of course, they're overworked. You and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break. Please stand by. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. 
We all desire health, happiness, and fulfillment, but often get in our own way. Repeated patterns that leave us out of control can keep us feeling powerless, frustrated, and unable to move forward in spite of our best efforts. Unconscious patterning disconnects us from our gifts, often destroying the very thing we seek. But there is an answer. We can take charge of our destiny and heal the trauma of our history. Shamanism is an effective ancient modality that can reconnect us with our true selves, empower the creation of our dreams, and return us to health and balance. Cody Alexander is a certified shamanic practitioner and teacher with 11 years experience. Email healingpathways33 at gmail.com or visit codyalexander.net to schedule a long-distance shamanic session today. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest this hour is Lucia Mann. She is the author of Rented Silence, www.luciamann.com. That's L-U-C-I-A-M-A-N-N.com. Let me ask you a few questions, if you don't mind, Lucia. And if you don't want to answer because they're too sensitive, please just let me know. Um, what was the nature, uh, nature of the racial prejudices around the end of World War II and after World War II? Well, I was um, raised during the brutal uh, period in the British colonial history, just after World War II. Mm -hmm. And um, my mother uh, was Sicilian, and I am, uh, I would say, dark in in, uh, in pigmentation. However, because of the mixed blood, um, I and my mother were classified as coloreds. We were not given the status of being Caucasian or black. We were classified as coloreds, and therefore treated um, with oppression, uh, the same as, as, as the black people of Africa um, were, were committed to. Um, it was extremely hard for a child because I wrote Rented Silence uh, as a witness through the vision of a child's eyes to show that I, um, being part Caucasian, was just as persecuted as the African indentured servant in which I had seen uh, placed in a home. Um, Usually, um, when a child is, they say children don't have memories ah. um, from a very early age, which is incorrect. Um, I retained all this memory in order to open the gates of hell into slavery's mm -hmm. unforgettable past. Because I felt that if my voice wasn't heard and those of all the other voices that had gone unheard, then I couldn't bring this awareness to people that slavery is an abomination. What experiences did you have with prejudice and slavery? Um, well, it, it, that spans many years, most of my early years mm -hmm. and my teenage years uh, before I um, went into United Kingdom. Um, I will give you an example. I was not allowed to drink from a, a water fountain that was allocated to white people only. Hmm. I wasn't allowed to sit on a bench, and that was allocated to white people only. And and the, the most amusing factor about all this is, though I'm quite dark-skinned, mm -hmm. I do have blonde hair and green eyes, but I was of mixed blood and therefore not entitled to the same privileges as a Caucasian. Let me ask you this question. I'm sure you get asked this wherever you go and talk about your book, Rent is Silence. How has prejudice been able, or prejudice, been able to survive since World War II? I thought we were far beyond that. Because there will always be unconscionable folk. 
you know, like I said earlier on regarding um, goods and buying clothing, mm-hmm. um, if there was no money to be made from enslaving, enslaving people, it will end. Many innocent people become victims of prey or prejudice by unconscionable folk. But while fear and anger are filling the cells and souls of these innocents, the rest of us can bolster their spirits and lighten their loads by having the guts to fight their fight and, and the heart to bring hope to humanity. Do you think that the governments of the world are doing enough to, to, uh, to kibosh slavery? I, I, in my opinion, they are, they are trying. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, definitely not doing enough. Uh, they are not making it publicized. I mean, you'll get the odd um, you know, investigator who finds out about the woman uh, who enslaved the Nigerians and so yes. forth. There mm-hmm. isn't enough exposure. If you were to be, if, if by some act of God, government, or whatever, you were in charge of the task force of alleviating crushing slavery, how would you do that? Oh, that is a really tall order to give me, but um, I think I personally would um, inflict um, fines, you mm-hmm. know, monetary fines, or like this lady got the 140-year uh, prison sentence, I would certainly make this a criminal, a felony, to uh, enslave, or, or should I say the obscenity of one human owning another or making them bend at the will of the other. I think that it should be more criminalized. It should be have more mm-hmm. hel- uh, no, hefty sentences um, to bring out um, the shame of, of, of even owning another person. Can you tell us what slavery is like around the world and how the crisis is growing? Um, I have traveled extensively, and um, I've seen it practically in every con- uh, country, including the third world countries. Um, and I, it's, it's a problem that is not going to go from my heart, but I personally cannot make a difference unless I collectively have everyone behind me um, voicing their opinions and their help in this matter. What feedback have you received from um, local government, federal government, or, or even the church on, on your stance? And do they want to get behind you? Do they want to help? Or do they just want to play the ostrich game by keeping their heads in the sand and saying the problem doesn't exist? The, the latter, the ostrich in the oh, sand. Gosh. It's like an ugly blot on the calendar and you can't erase it. Um, it's never going to go away, and it's not going to stop any time soon. Uh, however, um, it becomes sort of like a political uh, argument all the time, whereas it shouldn't be political. It should be the, a modicum of humanity in every one of these um, these rules or regulations or whatever they wish to impose on people. But I think their silence, as I have written in my book, Rented Silence, is what is more atrocious. When you were writing your book, Rented Silence, it must have been very hard for you because I, I, I'm sure that you relived everything that you went through. And I can tell just by talking to you that you're a very sensitive, you're a very empathic person. Well, yes, Rented Silence is based on real people and real events. However, mm-hmm. I have had an author's license to dramatize. Um, but it was a very brutal period, and um, I opened the gates of hell into slavery's unforgettable past. But I also wanted to inspire people that there is life after slavery. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the most 
difficult. It was in my drawer, in my desk drawer, more times than I, uh, I took it out, this manuscript, because in a way it was therapeutical. But I wanted people to realize that I wanted to inspire other hurting souls who sometimes sit on that pity, potty, blame, you know, um, that prejudice and these ugly racial crimes can can end if we all collectively group together and say no more. That's all. No, that's right. There is no sponge that can soak up the tears of slavery, past or present. Is there an average age for slavery, or does it does it start at childhood and go all the way up to a senior? I think sometimes it starts even at birth. Oh gosh. Yes. And I've seen that myself. Where is the, in your opinion now, because you've, you've obviously done a great job researching for your book, where is the hot spot of slavery right now in the world? Well, this is going to be quite United States. Wow. Yes. How I'll c- give you a little incident. Okay. I went, I traveled with my husband last um last Christmas to mm-hmm. to see his family, and I have never crossed the border into the United States, and his family live in California, and uh, we were traveling. I was in awe of all the vast agricultural fields and, and the greatness of, of America, because I know Canada is, is quite large, too, but there is always that awe That's when right. you uh, travel through these vast places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw hundreds of these fields and everything. And then I saw the shadows, gaunt figures working up and down rows of potatoes or avocados or oranges or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that that they were uh, working on. And we pulled into this little town and I'm a place, I'm not sure if it was Wairika or Eureka. And there uh, we pulled into the gas station and there sat on the pavement was a couple of, I would say, elderly, maybe in their 50s, uh, obviously workers. They were caked in in soil and dirt and they had um, Mexicans, definitely Mexicans. Mm -hmm. And they they, they had this, I can only describe it as the most forlorn look, you know, a facial expression that I have noted uh, uh, during my time in, in, in South Africa. And uh, I speak a little Spanish. It's more like Spanglés than Spanish, but my husband is fluent. And I said to him, could you go and ask that uh, man how I could make his day a little bit better? Obviously, he was a worker. And uh, he pointed to a, a really old crumpled plastic bottle that was absolutely full of, I don't even look, contaminated water. And he said, fresh drinking water, please. He was a potato worker, and the only access to drinking water was from a ditch. And that hurt so badly. So I've got such a big heart. I went into the gas station. I think I bought every bottled water there was on the shelf, tons of sandwiches and cakes and cookies for his nephew who was sat there. And for the first time, I saw the most warm smile come from a man and he hugged me and I was covered in you know dirt after that sure. but I didn't care I didn't care because I had touched one soul and he smiled he had yeah. the most beautiful warm smile but he told me about his long day 14 hours and because um, my husband asked him how much mm-hmm. he was paid sometimes less than five US dollars a day wow 
So I would I would like to say, Rob, that there the, there are very unconscionable folk around the world, not just in South Africa, in uh, in United States. But it happened to be an example I'm giving you about where I felt uh, the the slavery was um, more prolific. You and I have to take a two minute uh, our news break. Two minute commercial break. We have to take our news break now. Um, yes. Obviously, this is a very upsetting to me, and I can hear it in your voice as well. So, thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, it's uh, I love talking to people like you who who act. You're just not a talker; you're an actor. And uh, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy evening to join us here in the Exo. Thank you very much for having me, Robert. Just one one final word. Well, we're not going yet. We're just going to the news. Oh. We're going to be back. Okay. 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 Here. Okay. Yeah. My name is Rob McConnell. Lucia Mann is our special guest, and uh, Lucia and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Slavery in today's world. Let's put a stop to this. Let's help Lucia. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exxonation, is uh, slavery making a comeback in America? Well, our guest uh, is Lucia Mann, and uh, she wants the world to wake up to a slavery crisis. 
She's written a book that is a must on your Christmas shopping list. If you want to make a positive change, if you want to get something done, if you want to be part of a solution instead of just sitting by the wayside with your head in the sand being part of the problem, get this book, Rented Silence. The website is www. Dot luciaman.com that's l-u-c-i-a-m-a-n-n.com you know lucia I, I i still have that that picture in my mind of that poor worker with his bottle of dirty I, water and mm-hmm. and working for less than five dollars a day and probably he sends most of it back home to his family Oh yes, he did. He did tell me that. Um, well, he tell you know I, my husband translated mm-hmm. for me, and that whatever pittance they make, it's to support. You know they have hungry families too back home, um, and he does. He sends it, and they were living rough, um, and I wouldn't even call it a shelter. It looked like a piece of tin, mm-hmm. um, you know, shoved over a bush. Um, but it wasn't just that farm. I, after that, made my husband stop at every farm, and I thought probably going to get shot by the, by the property owner. But I waltzed onto as many as I could on that route. We were actually about four days late getting to our wow. reunion. But I, I was so, I, 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 my heart was so heavy mm-hmm. because I felt helpless. I felt useless. What could I do? I mean, yes, I could provide the a drinking water, and I could provide the, his 14-year-old nephew with the Pepsi-Cola. But what I couldn't provide them was hope, and it hurt really bad. So after that, I made a point of stopping wherever I could. Oh, of course, I'm not uh, unaware of the panhandlers that mm-hmm. are con merchants, because I, I went to Egypt many years ago, and there was this lady with her crippled child sat there and around the corner was the Mercedes and every time um, somebody gave them money they went around the corner and it was handed to the father so I'm not blind to the fact that there are a lot of Mm -hmm. scammers on the planet but the people I spoke to not all Mexicans there were some um, Nigeria there was uh, from Nigeria there were from Nicaragua they were you know all worldwide people but Everyone I spoke to didn't have the same, oh, I feel sorry for myself, I'm wallowing in pity. They were all looking for that inspirational hope. And here was a lady who stood in front of them and said, I can give you water, but I can't give you hope. And it, that really hurt my soul. What and about... I wish, sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry no, no, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, 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 I probably no. can talk the ears of a rabbit. Well, you know, you know when this. a topic like this deserves it because oh. the, I, there are people listening today in the United States who are who are probably shaking their heads saying in 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 misbelief that something like this could actually be happening in the United States you know the great United States of America and yeah. if it's happening in the US it's happening in Canada it's happening in Belgium oh. it's happening in London it's happening all over the world and it's, we it's need global. to hear this we need to hear this 27 million slaves worldwide yeah. And, and not that long ago, here in the British interior, mm-hmm. there were Africans who were working uh, tree planters, they were, employed by this um, uh, firm, or even by the government. I'm not 100% sure of that. However, the, uh, they had the most appalling conditions. They were cramped into a van. They had to go into the, bu- into the bush to have their uh, bathroom breaks. Yes. They drank from a lake. They were given peanut butter and um, 
uh, I think it was just peanut butter sandwiches. That was their only meal. And the worst of it, they were unpaid. I do believe there has been some remuneration, but I'm not sure of the amount. But this is absolutely appalling in this day and age. We're talking about the year 2011 going into 2012, and this is still happening. Where is the conscience of these employers, and where is the long arm of the law? Well, there, that's the problem, because uh, in the United States, we do have the illegal workers, which mm-hmm. most of these farms could not work, who could not operate without. Uh, I'm not saying that they all are the same. I'm not going to tar every farmer sure. with the same brush. But th- there are some um, who employ illegals under the, under the radar, and they won't complain. Obviously, they won't complain. Whatever they get, they're, they're absolutely happy to get. But here in Canada? Yeah. You know, all right, we do have illegals, but nothing like the mass that's in the United States. So if every owner has this heartless, unconscionable um, you know, reason to go and hire somebody so they can pay them $3 a day mm-hmm. instead of the $5, that person should be accountable by law. They should have, I know that money is tight around this planet, but there should be investigations like a a force team that go to these farms and check ever so often, or even in the British interior, because most of the fruit pickers and most of the tree planters are um, migrants, you know, yes. yes. You know, unfortunately, and, and this is the truth, animals are better protected than people. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, I love animals. So do I, I. Love animals, but we, you know, we're 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 human beings trying to survive with our fellow creatures, mm-hmm. and yet we are sometimes treated despicable. Yeah. So it's really, really hard. Um, I know when I when I was writing Rented Silence, I think there was more tears running down me down my cheeks than there was typed words, because. I I know in my heart I'm trying to make a difference, Mm -hmm. but will it do any good if I don't get everybody's backing? I think you're you're, you're making insteps. I think that you are going to make a difference. I I really do. I hope so, because I want so badly for everybody, everybody Mm -hmm. that has a warm, compassionate heart to make it their business, report every suspected incident. You know, I don't know if most uh, police will shut their doors on this because they might come out with something like, we can't do anything because it's not a a criminal act. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It should be made criminal. Something that I read in the material that Rich sent us uh, was uh, Mm -hmm. after the hurricane in Haiti, the economy was so devastated with as many as 3,000 people sold into slavery right there in their own country. Yes, I researched that, Rob. I spent hours researching that, and my mouth was open half the time thinking, oh, no, this can't be happening. Mm -hmm. But it is. It really is happening. I I just wish everybody had the same conscience uh, as I do. What What is the United Nations doing to help fight this? Um, well, the little research I got is that they have set up a hotline, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of hotline to for people to report. But the majority of them won't report because they usually don't have status or they're desperate to hang on to that $5 because if they don't get that $5, they can't put food on the table. So I don't know if it's making an awful lot of difference. We have hotline for abused children. Mm-hmm. We have hotline for people who even want to stop smoking. Yeah. 
we don't have a hotline for somebody to call in and say, I'm hurting, but yeah. I'm, I'm also scared, I'm frightened. I think they should have a hotline for homeless people, a hotline for hungry people, a hotline for people who are, are desperately looking for jobs and they have a family to support. I, I, society just turns its back on so many people who are in need. Yes, because it's narcissistic. There is a lot of narcissism. It, it's like self-centered. Uh, I'm not saying everybody's like that. Goodness me, no. But um, it's in my opinion that a mm-hmm. lot of people I've come across, and they look at me like I've got two heads. Yeah. You know, what kind of difference are you going to make, Mrs.? You know, just because you wrote a book doesn't mean to say that you're going to change the world. Oh, but I'm going to have good try, I'll tell exactly. them. Exactly, exactly. I will, I, until I've, the last breath goes mm-hmm. out of my body, I'm, I wish I could set up a hotline. I wish I had hundreds of phones in my office that I could uh, dedicate to people that are crying out inside themselves because there isn't anyone to listen. No authority, you know, even the person who goes shopping that buys that product um, doesn't realize that the person that's hurting has, mm-hmm. you know, the nails and the hands are all gnarled because they have provided that food for the table. They have to put food on their table, too. What I would think you... I better get off my soapbox. No, I, th- no I think you should stay on it. Okay. <laughs> I, re- I really do. I think that it's about time. Like, I, I didn't know about this problem until I, n- I heard about you. Oh. Well, I, I, I'm just a, a voice of many. You know, there's many unheard voices well, all, yes. all across the world. So I'm just, I'm just a dot in that ocean. Um, but when I when I wrote um, uh, Rented Silence, mm-hmm. uh, it, I wanted the inspir- inspirational tale to come out too about hope, about love, but mostly the testimony of the human spirit to survive the odds. And if I can do it, so can they, and so can everyone. You know what, I, I, I would imagine that there are so many stories out there that if those stories ever got out, there'd be a lot yeah, of red right. faces in, in, in Washington and Ottawa and Hyde, at Hyde Park. You know, all these, all these people who say they're doing good through one side yeah. of their face and they're ignoring the problem in the other, with the other. That is quite correct. I, I wish I could. Everybody would turn and write me their story. I would. I would research it and and put it into a folder and hand it into the highest official I could. Hmm. Whether it will make any difference, I don't know. But by goodness me, I'm going to try. Have you gone to your MP? Have you gone to your your MPP? Have you sent uh, 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 President Obama a copy of your book? Have you sent Prime Minister Harper a copy of your work? No, I haven't, actually, and it's something I should have done now you come to think about it. But um, Hey, I'll I help you have, stir the pot. I know, but it, um, it's a dramatized you know, uh, book as well. It, it does have real people and real mm-hmm. events, and I'm living proof. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's extremely dramatized, and it probably will sort of be returned to me like, well, what do you know? You only had that period of your time, uh, of your life. But even was a short period of life to to live through this, which I can only term as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, would my voice be uh, the sole voice that they would accept? No, it has to be many voices backing and me in order to do that. You know, in my opinion, one second in slavery is too long. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is too long. Oh, it. Is. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. I can't even begin to count that one second in my head. It, to me, it's been a lifetime of tears. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it hasn't always been tears. I've had some wonder. I've had a remarkable life. And I've always, always told people I am not a victim. I am a proud survivor of other uh, human ugliness. And, and that's been my sort of strength, an inner strength. I mean, in my opinion, probably, you know, I'm always going to be mm-hmm. a little bit scarred inside, you know, but I have a determination and an inner strength that will keep me going until there is no breath. What was it like after you had spent all your time, all the emotions, all the memories come back, and one day, there it is, your book is right in front of you, your life in print. I haven't even read my own book, and uh, I know that sounds rather strange, no, but no. I let go mm-hmm. of everything and all the voices that I had known uh, who who could not be heard. I let it go. I let it go because I knew that someone else who would pick up that book and read between the lines would feel the suffering of myself and millions and millions of others, hopefully. Well, it all starts with one footstep, and I think you're about 20 steps ahead of where you started from. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there's always been that little self-doubt there, but I was proud. I was proud, uh, well, therapeutically, to to shut the the book, but Mm -hmm. I've never been... You know, totally, it's never totally going to close in my heart. It'll always be there. I don't think you could ever put it down. Human suffering is not yeah. something you can close a book on. Nor but should I don't we. Want, I wanted to live yeah. in people's hearts. Like I said, if Sorry, you're not, if, if, you if, no, 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 don't, don't be, don't be silly. You know, like I said before, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And you know, the people who are the problems are uh, who, who who want to be part of the problem. Unfortunately, are those people who can make the biggest difference. Yes, but um, the, they need motivation. They, they need, they need mm-hmm. to open their hearts first. But, they need to see. They need to relate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't expect everybody to understand how, how difficult it was to be raised in an era of brutality. However, if you open your heart and imagine, try to walk in that person's shoes or, or millions' shoes, yeah. you might get a sense of the wrongdoings. Lucia, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. Great talking to you. Congratulations on, on a book well done. A message Thank that you, has to get out there. Thank you. Nation, the name of the book is Rented Silence. This is the website, www.luciaman.com. That's L-U-C-I-A-M-A-N-N.com. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name's Rob McConnell. Whatever you do, don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. 
The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, everyone. Now, we're talking uh, with uh, Lucia Mann, and here's the question we've been asking all hour. Is slavery making a comeback in America? Well, according to my guest of this hour, a former journalist, she wants the world to wake up to uh, the slavery crisis. And, you know, after this hour of talking with her, I, I agree. Something has to be done. And if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. So what I'd like you to do, Nation, is go to www.luciaman.com. That's L-U-C-I-A-M-A-N-N.com. I'd also like you to take that um, website and get it to every politician that you know. Come on, let's raise an awareness. All right, so the book is embellished, but it's based on fact. It's based on truth. It's based on reality. We need to make a difference. And we can, as a group, as a combined effort, we can move mountains. Don't forget, in the United States, it's we the people. And here in Canada, it's for uh, you know, representation by population. We the people have the power. We can do wonders if we unite together as a common front. Look what's happening in, 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 uh, on Wall Street. Look what's happening in all these other financial areas where people are saying enough is enough. Lucy, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Uh, I wish you much success. And we're going to do everything we can to get your message out there. I have a quote from Frederick Douglass, and mm-hmm. it, it means so much to me. Every one of us should be ashamed to be free while his brother is a slave. Well, that's heavy. Yes, it always brings, makes me a little weepy. When can can you that. read that one more time, please? Every one of us should be ashamed to be free while his brother is a slave. Slavery comes in all races, all ages, 
Yeah. No places around the world. Slavery knows no demographic. Or color of skin. That's right. And and to think that this is still happening in the year 2011, mm-hmm. something is desperately wrong. And then there's you, someone who is so right in doing what you're doing. And uh, I'd like to thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to join us and to talk to us and to bring an awareness to the Exxon Nation around the world about slavery. Yes, I'm happy to do it. More than happy. What can, what can the individual people do? We've got about 40 seconds. What can individuals do to help you in this fight against slavery? Courage and commitment are powerful weapons, Rob, and we should not hesitate to use them against these unconscionable mm-hmm. people. We should address our consumer habits, track what we buy, report, uh, go to your highest authority if they will listen, and badger them. For the people, by the people, and representation by population. Lucia, I want to thank you so much for joining us. A great pleasure talking to you. And Exxon Nation, my guest this hour has been Lucia, uh, Lucia Mann. Her website is L-U-C-I-A-M-A-N-N.com, and she is the author of Rented Silence. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the hour as the Exxon continues right here and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Don't go away.